What is up, my wonderful, beautiful people? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be December 8th. Time is flying, you guys. I cannot believe how quick this year is went by. Me and my husband were just talking about this this morning. Um, You guys, today we're going to be talking about what it means to bear your cross. I brought this up in last week's episode that just released when I was talking about how do you be led, how are you led by the spirit of God? What does that mean? And you know, how do we apply that in the context of our lives? And through that conversation, I brought up talking about what it means to bear your cross. And I want to dig into it with you guys today. I think it's a really important conversation. Um, I have seen people use this scripture to abuse the Christian community. I was once abused by this scripture. Um, you guys, I'm telling you right now, if anybody is using scripture to keep you in a prison or keep you locked into a certain mindset, that is not of the Lord. All right. Uh, we got to realize the devil goes to church too. He's got his minions out there working and we got to be able to identify, you know, when we are, when the word of God is being used to harm us and not build us up like it's supposed to. So before we get into it, you guys, let's go ahead and pray and let's have this conversation. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you give us truth and you say the truth will set us free. Lord, I pray that we would each have the courage we need to live out who we are, the revelation that you've given to us, Lord, that we would no longer be boxed in or bound by people's interpretations of you, you know, eating the yeast of the Pharisees. You already told us to be careful with that, Lord, and we already know that it's out there rampant. Help us, Lord, to be able to distinguish where we have yeast in our lives from the Pharisees, that we've allowed certain mindsets to grow and affect our life and how that's really, you know, damaging us, God. So I pray, Lord, that, you know, you would show us in our lives, you know, how we can properly interpret your words so we can receive the full benefit of it. So we can have the freedom and intense, Lord, you say the truth will set us free. So if we're not free in our lives, Lord, reveal where we are in bondage. Give us the wisdom and the insight to understand how it came about and help us, Lord, to truly bear our crosses um, in the way you intended to bear the revelation that you've given to each and every one of us, Lord. So I pray you God direct this conversation, Lord. I thank you for this time and just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. So let me just go ahead and, and start this by telling you guys a story. I think that's really the best way to paint the picture I want to paint for you guys today. So back in 2017, I had this burning desire to share with people the process that the Lord had led me on that resulted in massive healing healing in my life. Um, I had went through a huge betrayal with some people that I'd fellowshiped with for almost 10 years. These people were near and dear to my hearts. And, and I had to recover from that as well as realizing that these things I was struggling with, you know, getting out of these relationships were things that had been sowed in me since I was a child. And so I had just basically taken things that I learned and it had, you know, went with me into my adult life. So, you know, I needed some big healing in my life and I wanted to get my life back. Um, I wanted to be in control of my life. Um, my the biggest burden at the time was me worrying about what other people thought about me. And, uh, you know, I was really, really struggling. And so, you know, I started asking the Lord, Lord, help me to get free from this. Um, you know, how do I get out from underneath worrying about what people think? How do I take my life back? How do I make my decisions and, and be able to do it confidently without putting my, you know, feeling like I'm going to, you know, uh, lose my relationships and all this kind of stuff. And so anyway, I went on this journey. God brought mass healing and revelation into my life. And 
I have this desire to share it. So I get on social media in 2017. I start talking to people about the resources that God had brought into my life that got me to where I'm at. And I start sharing the books I was reading. I started, um, you know, talking about my life and in all these different aspects. And then I just started getting messages from people and they were like, Ashley, you know, that's Christian psychology. You better not forget about reading God's word. And I was so frustrated, you know, number one, I was frustrated because they're assuming that I'm not reading the word of God. And number two, they're not understanding that, you know, this really helped me. Like, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> right? So I was like, Lord, you know what? I don't even know if I want to deal with this crap anymore. Like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it because I don't want to deal with people messaging me and basically trying to, you know, almost condemn what I was doing because I wasn't doing it the way that they would do it. And then this thought just hit me and it was, Ashley, if you deny the very process that I led you through that got you the healing in your life, you deny me. I was like, whoa. Okay, Lord, never mind. You know what? I'm just going to keep moving on with this thing. That was back in 2017. I have not quit sharing with people authentically my life, where I've been, my story, my experiences. Been very vulnerable, transparent, because I believe there's freedom in that. And I believe that that's the life God's called us to live. There should be no blame, shame, condemnation, or judgment in the Christian community, especially if we are truly integrating God's love and grace into our lives. There's, those are the ingredients that we need for the transformation everyone is seeking. And everyone seems to think that if we just put all these rules and regulations on people, that that's really gonna change people's behavior. But it doesn't work that way, right? We need to be able to come in contact with the very nature of ourselves as far as how the heck did we evolve into the people that we are today? Especially if you're looking at yourself right now and you're like, I'm struggling. I don't like who I am. Well, you know what? There was an environment that has shaped you that 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 you need to deal with, right? There's, there, there's an environment that you're in. There's a mindset that you, you know, uh, are unaware of that you're living by, right? And there's some work that needs to be done. Um, and so that's the whole point of Jesus Christ coming into our lives because he gives us the ability to accept the truth. Why do you think he says the truth will set you free? He's not just talking about you accepting the truth of his existence. He's talking about you being able to look at your life in its fullest context and accept the truth of it fully, 100%. Take 100% responsibility for your life, your decisions, your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your emotions, everything that belongs to you and dealing with it and saying, Lord, how do I do this? How do I get out from underneath the yoke of slavery and bondage, right? Give, Lord, give me a new perspective. How do I think differently about my life? How do I think differently about myself that'll come in more aligned with what you say? The Lord never created us to condemn ourselves or use ourselves against ourselves, all right? So anyway, I decided I'm gonna keep sharing this stuff. Well, as this revelation came, you guys know that famous scripture, right? Bear your cross. Well, that those scriptures were, were definitely popping up at the time. And if you guys read them in its full context, it is not the usual, you know, um, teaching that's out there. You know, bear your cross these days is, is be a slave, be a doormat, get walked on all in the name of Jesus. That's what I was taught. But when you look at what the Lord's literally talking about, you're going to have a completely different understanding. And I want to share this with you guys today because this is relevant. And it's the exact same scenario in three of the gospels. Okay. So Jesus, God already says, let 
every matter be established by two witnesses, okay? So we've got three witnesses on this one, all right? And so let's, let's, go, let's go over here to Matthew, or no, let's start, yeah, let's start with Matthew, because it's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that uh, the Lord's talking about bearing your cross. That account is in those three gospels. You guys know what gospel is? Gospel means the absolute truth, okay? So when you are reading the gospels, you are reading the absolute truth of these people's experiences with the Lord. And think about it this way. If you have the Holy Spirit in your life right now, okay, you should be able to uh, live in absolute truth in your life. Even if you don't like your life right now, what do you think God's grace and love is for, right? His power, his authority to give you a new perspective, to get you out of the thought process that you're in, that you don't want to be in anymore. That's the whole point of us coming in contact with God because he's, he's going to transform us through those revelations that we have about ourselves. Oh Lord, I'm not where I want to be. Right? So how else are you going to experience God's power? If you don't realize where you need power in your life, right? What's power, your ability to affect change. And everybody has power in themselves. You just have to learn how to use it and harness it to go where you're trying to go in your life. So anyway, let's go over here to Matthew 16. So Jesus is on the boat with his disciples and he says to him, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? He's telling them to beware. And it says, and they reasoned among themselves saying, is it because we have taken no bread? Mind you, the chapter before this, uh, Jesus had just got done feeding a multitude of people. All right. So you know how, you know how it is like, you know how quick we forget the things that the Lord's done for us? He's like, I just did this for you. Why are you worried about this thing, right? Anyway, so he had just got done feeding them, but they think what Jesus literally means, oh, you guys forgot to bring bread. So then the Lord goes, oh, you little faith, why do you reason among yourselves? Because you have brought no bread. Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the 5,000? Hold on. Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the, hold on. I gotta take off my glasses when I read this, you guys. These glasses sometimes mess up my eyes. All right, hold on a second. Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up, nor the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I do not speak to you concerning bread? but to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Sadducees, of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came into the region of Cassiera, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, who do men say that I, the son of man am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, the flesh, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then, you guys, this is important. This seems like a lot of scripture, but you need to learn to read the scriptures in their fullest context. Okay? Read everything. Because a lot of people take 
something and they apply it to everything. It's like when you have a conversation with somebody and you mean it in one context and they all of a sudden take it and apply it to all these different things that you didn't mean, okay? People have a problem when it comes to doing that when, when reading the Bible, all right? So you have to be able to read the scriptures in its fullest context and see what he's saying and what he means, all right? And then carry on. He just asked him the question, who do other people say I am? Who do you say I am, right? So then he says, then he commanded his disciples that they should not tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ, right? From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, far, far be from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to him, get behind me, Satan, you are, you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Okay? You go back here. Jesus asked him, who do you say I am? Peter says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Okay, the Lord, the Father had just revealed this to Peter. Peter knows this. But this one truth of Peter knowing that Christ is the Messiah is going to be the very thing, the yeast of the Pharisees, right? That's the stuff that the Pharisees don't want to accept, all right? But it's the very thing that Peter's going to have to hold on to, okay? He's going to have to bear his cross. The same people who are going to reject Jesus and put him on the cross because of him saying he is the son of God are going to be the same people that Peter's going to have to deal with. All right. He says, beware of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and all these people. He says he's going to have to be rejected. Right now, let's go over here to uh, Mark chapter eight. Now, so same chapter. Now, Jesus and his disciples went out to the town of Cassera Philippi. And on the road, he asked the disciples, saying to them, who do men say that I am? So they answered, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ. Then he strictly warned them that they should tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. And after three days rise again. All right. And then in verse 34, when he had called the people to himself with his disciples, he also said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. What did Peter have to also deny? Jesus said, I have to be rejected by the chief priests, elders, and the teachers of the law. How many of you are willing to be rejected by the people who are supposed to be responsible for bringing you up in the Lord? Does that make sense? The Pharisees and the teachers of the law at that time had the, the duty and the responsibility to show who God was to the people, right? Well, here's the, here's the conflict now. Peter has this revelation that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law don't agree with, right? Peter knows Jesus is the, the Messiah, but guess what? The teachers of the law and the ones who, you know, are supposed to be the influencers don't have that revelation or conclusion and are ready to kill Christ and anybody else who thinks like he does. You, get, you guys get what I mean? So, you know... Peter bearing his cross at this point is going to be him being able to hold on to the revelation he has despite what other people have to say. Can you accept being rejected by people? 
for the very thing that the Lord's revealed to you, right? In the context of your own life. All right, so let's go to the last set of scriptures for you guys and we'll get off this podcast. All right, so again, this is Luke chapter nine. Same thing. And it happened as he was alone praying that his disciples joined him and he asked them saying, who do the crowd say that I am? So, so they answered and said, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, and others say that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, the Christ of God. And he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and be raised the third day. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Again, do you think it was a coincidence that Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say I am? Who is defining your relationship with Jesus Christ? Are you letting other people make decisions for you? Right? Who is deciding who Christ is to you? Christ wants to give you your own revelation of who he is, but it's going to take courage for you to live it out. You're going to have to be able to live out the things that God has revealed to you in a world who denies his very existence. Okay? And you're going to have to be able to accept the revelation that you have and accept rejection from the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the modern day Pharisees, Sadducees. The ones who want to reject your revelation because it's not theirs. Okay? That's what we're dealing with these days, you guys. So that's what it means to bear your cross. Are you able to live out the grace of God in your life? How the Lord has poured it out upon you despite what other people say about the one that you follow, especially the ones who are in the church with you, right? So you gotta be willing to carry your cross through carrying the grace that God has given to you that looks like shame to other people, all right? You know, again, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law did not believe that Jesus was the Christ. Peter had the revelation. Now he has to make a choice. Am I going to be willing to live with the revelation that I have that Jesus is the Christ, or am I going to deny what I know to be accepted by these people outside of me, right? This is These are the questions we got to ask ourselves, you guys. And, and that's why, you know, when I went through that in 2017, and, uh, you know, the Lord's like, Ashley, if you deny the process I led you through, got you the healing that you have, you deny me, right? So you cannot deny... The, the, the new thoughts, the new perspectives, the revelation that the Lord used and you know he used in your life to get you where you are today, especially if you've made any type of progress, right? You need to be so firm and confident in the Lord because there's people out there who are crying out for solutions to the, to the problems that they're having that maybe you have went through, period. But... There's going to be people in the religious community who are going to try to deny the things that you've been through or how the Lord did it because it doesn't line up with their way of thinking and doing things. Again, the yeast of the Pharisees, their yeast was they could not come to the conclusion that Jesus was the Christ. Now that Jesus, now that we've gotten that established, the Lord is going to work in your life in ways that people would judge and say, no, that's not what the Lord does right? They start boxing people in. 
And that is the problem that we're having these days, right? People think that bearing your cross is being a slave and being walked on by other people. That is not, that has nothing to do with it. Bearing your cross is living out the revelation that Jesus Christ has given to you that you have, like Peter had to. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. You got to be able to live out the revelation that the Lord has given to you and then share it freely to give it to other people because they're going to need it. Right? That's why that's why Jesus says, Peter, you know, we're, the church is going to be built upon you. Peter had to go through some stuff and then he had to go back and strengthen his brothers, right? Because he, he ended up denying the Lord. But there's a process even with that, right? You know, if you remember what the Lord says, you can go back and get your feet washed. You know, with the right people. You guys better have the right people in your life. That's a whole nother co- podcast though, you guys. So anyway, I'm gonna let you guys go. This one was a little bit longer today, but it's really relevant. We need to talk about it. What revelation have you had in the Lord that you are afraid will be rejected by the chief priests, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law? What are you not What are you not doing in your life? Or how are you hiding your life, putting your light under the bed because you don't have the courage to be rejected, to accept rejection? Can you accept rejection can you do it you're gonna have to because there's going to be people out there that are going to reject you and you have to be willing to accept it for the sake of holding on to what you know is true in the context of your life and at that time for Peter it was Jesus is the Christ for you it's gonna Jesus is it already should be in your life but there should be a process that he's led you on of healing and restoration and resources that he's used and and however he's shown himself to you that you have to be courageous enough now to share with the rest of the world so they can receive the benefits that God has given to you. So anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you guys for the rest of the day. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. It is now in 35 different countries. It's got over 6,000 downloads. Thank you guys for listening to it. Um, if you guys can seriously help out with the GoFundMe, I'd really, really appreciate that. I have until December 12th to come up with the money. Um, you know, I think I shared with you guys in another, no, maybe, maybe not on the podcast, but I cannot go the traditional publishing route because I do not have the following that the publisher uses to guarantee that if we publish your book and we don't require any money from you up front, we know that, you know, you've got these people that are ready to buy your book. Publishers don't publish books for free, right? They do it. Traditional publishers will publish your book without any money up front because they know that you've got a million followers. Therefore, they know the money's going to come back to them. I don't have that at this period of my life, okay? So the reason I want to go this route is number one, it's going to be professionally edited by people who've already edited books like, you know, Joyce Myers and all these big Christian names. Those same people are going to work on my devotional as well as getting the commercial on one of the biggest Christian networks that reaches 146 million people a day. So I I said, Lord, if you gave me this opportunity to even have the book published with them, why not just get the whole package deal? Why not get the commercial and put it out in the world, right? And then more people can be exposed to the grace that God has poured into my life because that's what I'm passionate about. That's why I do this stuff because I, I believe in it. And I want you guys walking in your authority that God has given to you. But you have to see people doing this in the context of their lives. And that's why I'm here. I'm like, look, this is where I'm at. This is where I was. This is what the Lord did. I'm going to share with people. You know, and they, I've heard a really kind of scary statistic yesterday. And it was only 10% of the people in the world actually want to grow and mature. That means we've got 90% of the people that want to just waste their lives away and be stuck. 
and, and basically be like children, right? Oh, woe is me. You know, every, everything is about me, right? Anyway, I thought that was insane. Why is there so many people out there, especially the Christian community? Come on, man. Come on, man. Why do we have so, why, why, why is that an issue? You guys should be setting this world on fire. All right, like that's how I see it. If you have the grace of God in your life and he's speaking to you and you're having revelation that people ain't having because they're so dang stubborn and they don't want to think differently, you should be pouring that out upon the world. That is why you're here. It's not your problem if, if people don't want to listen to it. You got to be able to stand in the things that the Lord has shown you regardless of other people agree or not. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to pop off here. If you can't help with the GoFundMe, please do. I'd really appreciate it. Um, I will put the link in the podcast description. You guys can go, you can even go to my website, www.dailyencouragementwithashleycampbell.com. There's a GoFundMe link on there. Even if I had a thousand people give me 15 bucks, it would cover it. I want to get the whole 16,500 covered because I don't want to have to worry about, you know, paying on that every month, you guys. I just want to get it done and paid off. And then um, once it's paid off, I will be making all of that money back and the money that I make back, I'm going to invest it into another book and another commercial down the road. So that's what that money is going to be used for you guys. I'm using it for books and do another commercial after this because I'm going to make all the money back from them. That's part of the contract, but I need, I do need your guys' help. So anyway, you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will see you or talk to you next week.